Standing up in McKinney, this is According to Callus, coming to you on December the 16th in a Friday free-for-all. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, I've got a number of issues I'm going to tackle. Uh, they may or may not be related, but we'll see how well I can bring them together at the end. All right, so number one, here we go. Grace not received might be undeserved. Yeah, so I look at at our uh, representatives as they are, and I try to I try to deal with them with grace. I, I don't have their job. I don't know what's all involved with it, and I imagine there's a certain amount of pressure and expectation and. They hear from everybody about everything and they're being pulled every which way. And they really is probably mentally exhausting, if not just physically exhausting, not to mention the spiritual, emotional, uh, you know, burden that's involved with that. So I ask myself, well, why would these people want that job if that's what it does to them? (laughs) Well, the answer is quite simple. If you're willing to go down that road. So option one, they just don't care. That's right. They they don't care what we think, say, or do. They're going to go do whatever it is they want to do. Come back home and tell us what we want to hear so they can win another race. Oh, they, they may tell us nice little platitudes. They may, you know, they may um, even curry a little favor with some locals, but at the end of the day, they're working for themselves or the governor or some variation thereof, and they really don't give a rip. Then option number two, they actually like that stuff. They like manipulating people. They like lying, twisting, and being deceitful all the time, and they're just feathering their own nest, and they're going to do as much as they can and get away with as much as they can until such time that they have to go and run and hide or run for the next highest office to get a little bit more attention, a little bit more money in their pockets. I know those are both dark options. I mean, do we really have public servants? Do we have statesmen left that want to go serve? I'd be hard-pressed to find more than two or three just in Collin County, maybe even the state of Texas. Now, I'm sure there's more, and I, I don't know these people, all of them. I, I, I wouldn't wish to cast dispersions on any of them particularly, but when I look at the grand scheme of things and I deal with the people that I do know, I give them grace because I just don't see it. It's kind of like the same way that when you're dealing with a boss or the owner of a company and you don't know what's all on their mind. You don't know what's all on their plate. You don't know all the things they have to keep in consideration. You can't possibly understand all of that. So it's really hard to criticize somebody if you haven't been in their shoes, if you don't understand the big picture like they do. I mean, it's I mean, it's really easy to do it, but it's it's not fair. It's not it's not appropriate in many many cases. So that's why I try and deal with grace. I try and. Uh, Give the benefit of the doubt. Now, when I see things that happen that are just inexplicable, I got to admit, it really is upsetting. All right. Uh, Option number two, or I shouldn't say option. Issue number two, the enemy within. Okay, so this is a threefold issue here. So we have 
The Enemy Within the Church. There's a pretty good uh, movie on that. I cannot remember the guy that was behind that, but you probably ought to go look it up. The Enemy Within the Church. Uh, There's The Enemy Within Our Government. And then there's The Enemy Within Our Own Party. And I would... I'd let any individual pick that apart how they see fit and what is appropriate. But I will just give you a little taste of what I'm thinking about when it comes to this. So we have people that are in our government that want to do one of three things. One, destroy the government. That libertarian tendency in me is kind of okay with that, but I imagine they're wanting an entirely different outcome than I would prefer. Um, Group number two wants to subvert it and put it under control of another foreign or global government. Definitely against that. And the enemy within uh, number three is basically they just want to overthrow the, the last vestiges of the constitutional restraint that is on our federal government and create their very own dictatorship oligarchy which we pretty much already have, but it is at least nominally restrained by the few rules that they still actually pay attention to. So that would be the enemy within our own government. The enemies within the church, boy, you need not look any further than pretty much every quote-unquote megachurch. It's got a number of them in leadership, a number of individuals and a number of megachurches involved themselves, not to mention they've captured the majority of the seminaries in the Bible colleges. And we've allowed this to happen because we don't fight the way they fight. We, we just give them what they want, thinking they'll go away satisfied and we can go start our own little thing over here and they'll leave us alone. But that's never what happens. They just fester and invest their time in destroying what we've now built. Now you can blame them as communists or godless people, or maybe even pagans, um, or just quite frankly, progressives. It, it doesn't really matter what you call them. They're not Christians. They have no business in the Christian church yet. For whatever reason, we tolerate it. We're okay with it. We're afraid to have our own, purge of bad apples. I was going to use a different word, but and it might get me banned. All right. Um, and then, of course, the enemy with our own party. <laughs> you know, the more successful a party is in a given region, the more likely it is that they get people that seek to subvert and minimize the amount of success and work that they're able to get done. Now, mistakenly, well, I'll actually, I'll pivot on that in a minute, but mistakenly people believe that the rhinos are the problems or the moderates are the problems. And those are the weak link. And I've talked about that many, many times in the past that the weak link still has to be respected because they're still part of the train, the chain, if you will, that seeks to bind our constitutional government. But these people are actually not part of the chain. They're (laughs) eroding and destroying the chain, if you will, of our republic, of the constitutional restraints. They're they're working against us every way, shape, and form. And a good number of them get in elected office. And we tolerate it because we're afraid. 
So I guess a lot of these are going to go very much hand in hand. Okay, uh, number or the next one here. We are perhaps our own worst enemy. So look, I'm right of center. Uh, I'm as pro-liberty as a Republican as you can be, as pro-constitution as a Republican as you can be, with still being a Republican. I mean, if I was any more libertarian, I would have to go join the Libertarian Party. If I was any more constitutional, I'd have to quit and go join the Constitution Party. I mean, I'm just, I am the fringe edge of the Republican Party. And I know that. And it doesn't bother me. And honestly, most of those people there are good conservatives and we get along just fine. And I help them on all the important things that I agree with. And honestly, I, if it's something that I don't adamantly oppose, I just don't fight them on it. There are a whole lot of issues that are just not that important to me one way or the other. And I'm not going to burn up what little capital I might have as the quote unquote extremist in the group, which I'm not, I'm probably the closest thing to the founding fathers that's in my party. I, well, I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say it that way. There are more than just me. There's, there's probably a couple dozen of us that are active in Cowling County. Um, but there's a whole lot of people that are all over the spectrum and I respect those people by and large. I work with them. I am friendly to them. I, I treat them fairly. But boy, for whatever reason, we go after our own, like there's nobody's business and we do it publicly and we embarrass ourselves. We're we're fighting over nominal differences and disagreements for the whole world to see. We got to focus on who our enemy, who our opposition is, who, who the problem is, is, is outside the party, right? I mean, there are more than just quote-unquote Christian conservatives in the Republican Party. We have Jewish conservatives. We have Jewish moderates. We have Christian conservatives. We have Christian moderates. We have non-Christian, non-Jewish moderates and conservatives. We might even have a few progressive Republicans left. I, I don't know, but we could. Uh, and there's, I'm sure there's a handful of Muslims and um, Hindus and probably more than a handful of Hindus. That's great. We're the big tent of the Republican Party. We're all supposed to work together to uh, limit government, to respect individual liberty, to give people the opportunity and the tools to become successful. Unfortunately, we get lost in the proposition nation. Unfortunately, we get lost in the fact that they venerate Lincoln. Unfortunately, we get lost on the idea that because a court issued an opinion, it's somehow the law of the land. Unfortunately, we get caught and lost in all these issues that we fail to recognize that when you have liberty, you're going to disagree with your neighbor. And if your neighbor's not hurting you by them having a difference of opinion, you ought not care and worry about it. But we get lost in that. And then we fight over ticky-tack things. You know, I've talked a little bit about the idea of you know, HD 70 in Collin County, why we have a Democrat representative now in Collin County for the first time in, I don't know, 20, 25 years, whatever. And they tried to put it off on any number of things, but ultimately it comes down to three separate things, in my opinion. And again, just in case you've forgotten, this is my show. It's called According to Cows because it's based upon my opinion and my understanding of things. And I present facts so far as I understand them, to buttress my opinions and what I'm saying. 
And like the great Neil Bortz used to say when he had his show, don't trust anything that I say. Don't trust anything that anybody says. You need to go do your own research and check them out and verify and determine whether or not that makes sense or that's true. So that being said, we will carry on. I lost my place. I'm sorry, folks. <laughs> the, this, the notion that I can fix somebody by arguing with them, it's not true. When you have a debate, when you have an argument, when you, you're trying to convince the people that haven't made up their mind and you have to tailor your comments to those people that really just don't know or haven't made a decision. You're not going to flip somebody 180 out of sync. Now, could that happen? Does that happen on rare occasion? Yes, absolutely. But you're not going to do it the then and now. It just doesn't happen. We need to quit fighting amongst ourselves. We need to focus on the things that we can change. I feel like I'm beating the same old drum all the time. Part of it is out of just frustration. Part of it is out of good messaging. You have to go over the same things time and time again to make sure you communicate the valuable information and points that you're trying to bring across. But I got to tell you, there are plenty of people that I know and I respect that I just I get disappointed when I see the way they go about doing certain things. And I'm not saying that I'm 100% right, but boy, I wish we would just temper our thoughts just a little bit. Maybe bite our tongue just a little bit. We're giving our enemy ammunition to use against us. Our enemies are numerous and powerful. We don't only wrestle, wrestle with flesh and blood, but powers and principalities. And we need to be very careful and very cautious about this. Now, I know there's a certain segment of people that are rolling their eyes right now or dismissing what I'm saying. But I'm coming from the Christian worldview. And I understand if you don't. But you have to be honest. If you look at the world around you, you've got to be just a little bit curious why some of the things keep happening that are happening. They just don't seem to make sense and they don't seem to just have a common origin. They must be coming from somewhere that we just don't understand. I'm going to suggest to you that even if you don't want to agree with me, you got to ask yourself the question, what's bringing this about? All right. It is a Friday. And as I am wanted from time to time, I want to kick off the weekend with a little fun. I'm hoping that there will be good and fun movies coming back to the theaters at some point in the future to see. I'm longing for the day that we get some good old rock and roll back on the radio stations. I am desirous of some enjoyable non-woke books to come out that we could read. But until that happens, let me encourage you. There are plenty of movies that were made that were actually quite good. Whether you agree with the message or not, they were quite good. If you want to have your weekend 
with just a little fun, might I suggest one of the two movies made by the late, great Charlton Heston. Silent Green or The Omega Man? Oh, I know they're kind of 70s movies, maybe even a little campy at times, but they make you think. They give you the consideration of what could happen. The irony is, is a lot of these things were predictions from 50 years ago, and they're still making similar predictions now. But, I, I mean, they're, they're fun movies. Go go pick one. Watch it. Watch it with your family. Try and explain it to your kids or your grandkids. It'll be a hoot. <laughs> While you're at it, I mean, I've given you books from time to time to read. Um, I think, I think you should invest your time reading it. So as I've mentioned, I'm wrapping up two different books, but the, the next book I'm going to read is going to be let my people go. Why Texas must regain its independence by Scott Winston Dragland. I, uh, I think it's more of a nonfiction book which I got to tell you, whenever I read nonfiction, I feel like I must read a fiction book at the same time. But, I mean, just pick something, find something enjoyable to do. Make the most of your weekend. Whether it's just entertainment that's a little bit thought-provoking, whether it's educational, or whether it's just time with your friends and with your family. Invest in that. All this political stuff, it'll be back on Monday. I know that I know there's a tendency to not want to care and not want to think about politics. And there's a lot of people I know that just say, I don't care about politics. I don't want to think about politics. But a constant refrain that I've gone back to many, many times is you don't have to care about politics, but politics cares about you. Politics is a instrument of government and how they make people do what they want them to do. And if you're not aware of that, if you're not looking at it, if you're not seeing it for what it is, you're not going to be prepared to deal with it. So while you're enjoying the weekend, while you're making the most of it, I would just ask you to consider watching one of those two movies. Make you think about it. Listen to what they say in the movies. Is an instrument of Maybe we call it preemptive programming. I don't know. But it's interesting. It's fun. It's an hour and, I don't know, 50 minutes, maybe two hours of your time. And I think it might be worthwhile. Make the most of it. Enjoy your weekend. And ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back on Monday. And until then, I will see you on the other side.